Welcome back to another episode of Don't Forget Your Crown. Happy February, everyone. I cannot believe it's February, but at the same time, I can because it's like, what took you so long? Like, is it just me or was January the longest month of my life? And I don't know about anyone else, but it wasn't necessarily a good one. January was very, very rocky for me. Nothing super detrimental happened. It just it just felt like a very unmotivated month for me. It my energy was just down. I wasn't really focused on anything aside from going to work and going to the gym. And for those that know me, you know I have several different things like I offer fitness and nutrition plans that I make and customize. I do a Patreon where I send out people, um, I send them recipes and workout challenges monthly just for like $5 a month. I do this podcast, I do a Motivation Monday newsletter, and now I'm back on YouTube. So I have an extreme amount on my plate in January. I just, honest to God, slacked off. Like I still did my newsletter. I still did my podcast. I worked on, you know, getting back on YouTube. And I did work for the most part. But also, I just... I laid in bed a lot and watched a lot of Netflix if I'm being honest I just was drained I don't know if I put too much on my plate a few months ago and just finally gave my body the time to relax but it 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 took me a while to learn that that's okay and you need to allow your body to rest because even someone dealing with anxiety and depression I always had to be doing something. My mind wouldn't shut off. And any time I faced anxiety, no matter what time of the day it was, I would go outside on a jog if I needed to, just to like calm my thoughts down. And for a while, I just wouldn't let my body rest. And what we don't realize is that rest is so important. Rest allows us to grow allows us to not be overwhelmed but someone dealing with mental health issues anxiety and depression rest is a very hard thing to do because when you rest you're trying to relax your body and when you relax your body the only thing that's going is your mind at least for me I remember trying to relax trying to do anything and I would lay in bed in all it was was my mind overwhelmed with thoughts way ahead into the future that have no meaning I have no control over and I would just sit there and think about oh my gosh I have this deadline or oh my gosh I have to do this or oh my gosh what if I don't make this money by this time or oh my gosh I have these bills to pay or oh my gosh what about that conversation I have with so-and-so two weeks ago what if she thinks I'm a bad friend or 
whatever the case may be, you let your mind just wander and think about all these irrational fears and thoughts and exaggerate everything. But that's not because we're purposely dramatizing that for those that don't understand mental health in any form. I want you to know that we are not exaggerating. We are not being dramatic. These are true thoughts and fears in our head due to the chemical imbalance within our brain. And oftentimes it's caused by like nutrition and different things we put into our body. That's my thoughts on that. But I just want to clarify before anyone jumps down my throat saying how, oh, well, Taylor said that anxiety is all in your head which it is in your head but it can come out of nowhere it can hit you like a ton of bricks you can be anxious and not know why you're anxious and I didn't know that there are people in this world that have no idea what that feels like and that's mind-blowing to me so there are people in this world that can easily just lay down to go to go to sleep at night and not have a second thought. They could be worried about something simple like an exam or, you know, an audition or or something they have coming up, but that's typical just nerves. See, for me, I'll go to bed. I'll try to go to bed and like, I'll close my eyes. I'll be relaxed. I'll be fine. And then all of a sudden I wake up because I forgot to do something or whatnot. And that something can oftentimes be done the next day or be taken care of the next day. And instead, I feel like I have to do it now and have control on it now. So the whole point of this podcast today is just to talk about rest and how important rest truly is. Rest is important in anything in your mental health, although it's it's hard to rest when you do face anxiety and depression. I will give you that because I couldn't. Like I said, I for the longest time, I just didn't understand how to relax my body without these overwhelming thoughts. I had to stay busy every single moment of the day. I would write out these long to-do lists, super long to-do lists, just to keep me busy all day day long maybe that's why I started putting more on my plate too but I think it's truly I'm just in a better place and I want to grow and expand myself as an entrepreneur and a creator and so and so you know but rest is even important in a fitness journey which actually took me a lot to understand as well is that In order to grow your muscles, you have to rest them. And when I first started my fitness journey, and I've been, you know, on this journey on and off for a while, and there are most of the time, like when I start out on my fitness journey, I will slam myself by going to the gym six to seven days a week. I remember I went through a phase where I would work out twice a day, six days a week, to the point where I just burned myself out. I didn't allow myself proper rest because I thought I couldn't. Because I thought the moment I rest, the moment I lose progress or I run out of time. And 
I faced a lot of anxiety through resting my body after a day of lifting and now I'm at a much better place I still do I don't work out like crazy like twice a day anymore and do all of that but I do work out roughly seven days a week two of those are just straight light jogs but they're active recovery I'm allowing myself to rest so on days like this where it's gloomy and rainy and all I want to do is curl up and watch movies I can do that without having fear that I'm going to have panic attacks over something I can't control. I know it's a lot to take in. Sometimes it's a lot to just take a step back and realize that you don't have control over these things that you're so worried about. I know if someone told me that these things you can't control so why worry I would laugh in their face because I I would look at them and be like you don't understand you don't understand what's going on in my head right now but I'm telling you as someone who went through it that I do understand I do understand what you're going through and I want to help you guys fill yourself with such love that that anxiety and that worry and that need to control things starts to vanish. I know this episode is kind of all over the place. It's a lot of rambling. It's a lot of talking, but it's something I'm very passionate about because I wish someone could have told me the honest to God truth about anxiety and the I don't want to say cure for it because there are people who just generally need medication and there's nothing wrong with that. I know someone who just needs medication and a stabilizer to help stabilize their mood and the chemical imbalance within their body. And that's okay. I'm not saying that, but I am saying there are ways to fill yourself with this wholeness to where you don't have to worry My anxiety stemmed from a lot of toxic friendships and relationships in my life. It also stemmed from body image, insecurity, being overweight. It stemmed from lack of self-worth, not believing in myself looking at myself with such disgust when I looked in the mirror. It stemmed from a fear of being left, fear of not being good enough, fear of disappointing someone. So I get it. I get all of those little fears and worries that actually rack up to a bigger spectrum because those are all things I dealt with you know, growing up and through my life and I've been bullied and tortured at school. I've been recorded and hurt by a lot of people. And that just stemmed into this need for validation from others and this codependency that I faced, which in turn would hurt me even more because I was so codependent on other people that any time someone didn't text me back right away or you know I went like 
a day or two without seeing someone or someone looked at me wrong who normally smiles at me all the time, I would change the scenario so far in my head as to why I'm not good enough for that person or I would just find a way to control the situation. So altogether, I want you guys to find what you love. Find things that make you whole. Find a way to start filling your own cup and stop relying on other people to use their own pitcher to fill your cup. I know that's a really bad analogy, but stop allowing other people to fill that void you feel in yourself. Start filling it up with things that make you happy. It doesn't have to be a person because trust me, I've cut out a lot of people from my life and it took me a while to realize that I had to cut those people out of my life because I was so codependent and so afraid of being alone that I kept awful, toxic, negative things in people in my life and that's not going to help you. What you need to do is fill yourself with joy. Like for me, I started running. I started getting back into the gym and eating healthy because that makes me happier and I feel better about myself. I started singing again. Like I always said, you knew I was upset or going through something if I stopped singing, especially in the shower or the car. Especially in the shower though. I would always say, wow, I must be having a really rough day. I haven't sang yet today. I also started turning to writing again, reading again. I'm a very artistic person, and for a while, I lost interest in all of those things because of anxiety and depression. I would just lay here in my thoughts and be upset. So once I started filling my own cup with those things again, the things that brought me joy and realized that those toxic, negative people gotta go, and I cut them out, my anxiety has slowly started to diminish and I haven't faced anxiety like severe panic attack anxiety which I almost face like every day I haven't faced it for a year my body can now rest I don't have to feel like I have to go on a jog at 2 a.m because I'm overwhelmed by so many thoughts I can be like wow I'm gonna sit here and watch a movie And I'm going to relax and my worries aren't going to creep in because what I'm worried about, I can't control. So I hope that you guys take away from this episode that you just need to fill your own cup. When you fill your own cup, your worries go away. And when your worries go away, you can allow your body to relax. And when you relax, you can grow and develop and become stronger You need the balance of rest and work. And if you don't have those two contrasts, then it's going to be harder to reach your goals. That's coming from a fitness standpoint, but also coming from just a life standpoint. You can't push yourself and constantly overwhelm yourself and expect to be productive. Because I used to overwhelm myself to the point where I would just procrastinate because I was so overwhelmed because I didn't want to deal with any of it. So allow yourself, fill that void, do what makes you happy, 
Be confident in yourself and allow your mind to rest. Allow your body to rest and watch yourself flourish. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Don't Forget Your Crown. I know this episode was a little sporadic and all over the place, but it was something I'm passionate about and I feel there is a strong importance in resting your body, resting your mind, and allowing yourself to just be still in the moment. Enjoy the moment. So I hope you guys have a wonderful Monday. Get a great start to your February, and I'll talk to you in the next one.